Morgan Show. And man, man, oh man, I am doing it again. I am not sleeping at night. I am not coming into work prepared because uh, I just started watching once again another show about a cult, specifically Nexium. The whole Keith Rainier thing. Oh, is the documentary uh, series? Or? Well, so I've listened to a podcast about him. I've watched a documentary, but now they have one called The Vow, and a new episode just came out last night, and it's not enough for me just to watch the episode. I get on Wikipedia. I get on articles I read. <laughs> Long story short, um, Keith Rainier had tried to start many uh, MLM uh, pyramid scheme kind of companies uh, started this self-wellness improvement thing for like business people and actors and celebrities Uh, but it was pretty much a pyramid scheme and a cult they had a sorority within the cult that branded themselves and it was a secret society Allison Mack, an actress from Smallville, was arrested, and she was one of the members of it. This is Scientology related, is it not? Sort of, but it, adjacent. So, adjacent, but it wasn't religious. Uh, it wasn't a religious thing. It was well, uh, Scientology is in religion. All the uh, all the yeah, shots fired. Don't say that, man. We're gonna get sued. Um, but the uh, all all the similar things where you break down the members, you do different like uh, things to. To disrupt their, their, right. their, their, their psychology and starvation and extreme dieting and all this stuff. But it's fascinating. And I get off my phone after reading about Nexium again. And I've already read all this. I've already listened to all of it. I look at the clock and it's like 3.30 in the morning. Woo! So today I'm going to be tired out of it. But we do have a lot okay. of fun stuff coming up. Uh, specifically group therapy. I'm interested to uh, talk about this because... Things are going good for all of us right now. It's the fall. It's fun. We're having a good time at work. But there's always that lurking sadness Mm. of when is the bad going to be here. When will the happiness go Yes. So we got that coming up. Uh, Excited about today's nerd report. And I'm going to sexually harass one of my coworkers. (gasps) Me? Probably you, Spinny. Yes. The Spruce Goose is on the move. On this day in history, the infamous Spruce Goose took to the sky for the first and only time. Uh, Howard Hughes was a successful Hollywood movie producer when he decided to found the Hughes Aircraft Company back in 1932, personally testing, making his very own cutting-edge aircraft, uh, breaking very many records flying around the world, all kinds of weird fun stuff about that dude. Uh, the Spruce Goose, the Spruce Goose. It's hard to say. <laughs> goose, uh, was a massive uh, flying boat uh, at the time. It was the largest aircraft ever built. Howard Hughes, the designer himself, piloted it on its first and only flight. It was built with laminated birch and, of course, spruce. Hence the nicknames Spruce Goose. It was a massive wooden aircraft. Uh, wingspan was longer than, get this, a football field. What? It was designed to carry 700 men into battle. Whoa. If you were about to jump into war, would you want to get on a giant wooden plane? Oh, I mean, only if it's called. Dudes? Get over here on the Spruce Goose. Come on, silly geese. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, it sounds absolutely uh, frightening, and it was the only time it ever flew. Uh, was not used uh, at the entrance of World War One a few years later, and uh, I think his uh, aircraft company even went down. And some fun mm. facts about uh, Howard Hughes who the movie Aviator is based on, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, He was a millionaire at the age of only 18. 
uh, thanks to the discovery of Spindletop, a famous uh, oil, uh, uh, what, do, what do you call it, oil hill, an oil, oil area, oil hole. dike, oil drill. Oil field. Uh, in Beaumont, Texas, <laughs> uh, one of the sure. biggest uh, in, uh, in the history of uh, the United States and the birth of modern petroleum, uh, he directed a movie called Hell's Angels, which at the time was the most expensive movie ever made. Did earn him an uh, Academy Award. Wow. Um, he set the around-the-world flight record in 1932. And, of course, uh, his famous Spruce Goose, an innovation in flight, uh, was actually only flown once. Oh, he dude. was uh, actually contracted by the U.S. government to build and design aircraft capable of doing just that, transporting massive amounts of uh, troops or or loading large vehicles and equipment and flying it across the Atlantic. Right. However, again, it's uh, a giant wooden boat, and I would not want to right. uh, I, I do, get onto it. I do believe it was never flown again because critics are like, it's not going to last that long. And on, on such long flights with all the wood and stuff, it's just it's, it's just not doesn't doesn't make sense. It's not going to keep together. It's going to fall apart. Uh, so. The U.S. government did uh, get onto him after the war, saying that he had misused the millions of dollars, and then uh, he testified in Washington and said, "No, it can fly," and it did just once. So there you go. Today's is the greatest because of the history of the spruce goose. Heidi Klum is a worm. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. It's Social Cues. If it's big on the internet, we're going to talk about it on the radio. Uh, Emily, I've seen memes about this, but I have no clue what it means. You and Spencer both said off air that I that I have to find this out. I am so how have I missed out on Heidi Klum? Worm? So excited for you to see this. This is so down up, whatever sideways your alley. Paint us a picture, milady. <laughs> okay, so Heidi Klum, supermodel, international supermodel, amazing, funny, talented, fantastic, beautiful, sexy. I can continue on and on. <laughs> she is um, no Kate Upton, but sure. Um, well. Now. Whoa, no let's reason to compare. calm no down. No need for that, man. Calm Come on. down. Well, what Heidi does right, every though. single year is she is known as the queen of Halloween because she throws her own Halloween party. She's been doing it since like 2001. And she has these just extravagant costumes. And it's Jealous. gotten more and more extravagant every single year. Um, I believe a couple of years ago, her and her husband dressed up as Shrek and Fiona, but they had like true prosthetics and she legitimately looked like Shrek, or oh, sorry, man. Fiona, and he looked like so Shrek. These are probably thousand dollars, thousands of dollars worth yes, of costumes. Yes, like she so. always recruits different artists to come and help her just completely transform. She did, um, oh, and they also showed up in an onion carriage for the Shrek one. This is my dream. I, I want to be rich. I want to host costume balls. Yes. And I want to have multiple outfit changes throughout the night where people don't know who I am. Exactly. So this year, she went as something that I find absolutely Hilarious, and I will show you the video, CJ, and, and play it for everybody else. Yes. Okay, um, play the video and describe us this worm, I guess. She went as a worm? She went as an earthworm. Okay, yeah, give it to Here earthworm. we go. Well, the inspiration was really like worm. Last year, I wanted to be a tree, and a tree was also very hard to do. I kind of went from a tree to a worm, and uh, Mike Marino, who made this costume for me, didn't really want to do it first because he was like, I don't know, I've never done this before, and this is kind of weird, and I'm like, but that's what makes it even more fun, so please, please try, and it took me a few times of convincing him, but I did convince him. 
Yep, so there she is. She went as a worm. As a rainworm. Uh, You need to see this, CJ. I need to see She's got a, her face poking out, and it is a giant <laughs> slimy looking earthworm. And her husband went as a fisherman, and his uh, like hook was attached to um, at the end of her tail, like he was fishing mm. with Heidi Klum. Uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, I mentioned what makes what usually helps make the costume is the demeanor. You can yeah. see her yes. writhing on the floor yeah. in some footage. A- at some point, she she gets on the floor of the of like the blue carpet red carpet thing, the photo area and she just starts wiggling around on the floor <laughs> and people are coming up to her and interviewing her as she's laying on the floor and she and they're like, oh so you're just laying here? And she goes, oh yes, I'm just warming around and she, you could tell she is having the time of her life. Fantastic. It is mm-hmm. the A beautiful, gorgeous thing. supermodel yeah. going as, as an uh, earthworm. Very, I, I, I love it because again, <laughs> respect, man. It shatters the paradigm. It's, I don't know if that's even the right saying, but uh, yeah. she, she basically um, just said, you're not going to recognize me. And I feel like the vanity of a lot of uh, actors and actresses and famous people is you want to get recognized in your costume. But she's yeah. like, nope. Uh, it's very creepy. No, you cannot recognize yeah. her at all in this photo. It, I, went, I thought legit. it was photoshopped. That is so good. Yeah, if it is so good. If you woke up with this version of Heidi Klum in your bed, it was scared a little bit of ass out of you. <laughs> you go to sleep. <laughs> you, you go to sleep with like supermodel Heidi Klum, and then you wake up with worm Heidi Klum in your bed. Um, CJ, I, I was asking the morning show this. Um, have you ever heard of that whole joke where it's like, would you still love me if I was a worm? Yeah, sure. <laughs> would you still love me? Like, yeah, you would play yeah, yeah. with like high that school girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or anybody, and you would just text your boyfriend and be like, "Would you still love me if I was a worm?" I feel like Heidi is just took that and decided, you know what, I'm going to become a worm. Clearly, so. I would still love her because um, the personality and the humor and mm-hmm. the weirdness mm-hmm. uh, fits with my brand. I, I love it. Now, I do the too. only thing to take her costume soirees to the next level is something I would like to do. And I would do it gradually year in, year out. But you have a weird costume party. I already said I'm going to have multiple changes in character. So probably three Mm -hmm. changes. I don't want people to know who I am. So I will have my attendees, my servants, as you will, be the ones hosting and doing the party and the run of the events. But I want the mansion I live in to be explorable. And like I want the entire house to (laughs) be a part of the party. But I also want there to be subtle psychological elements that year by year get bigger and bigger to where you suddenly, to where people don't realize if something's real or not. And it just becomes an event and a thriller within the costume party itself. This sounds like you're slowly injecting them with like a drug every single yeah. time they come to the party. No. You've got like a slightly See, different variant yeah. of a gas you leak into the yeah, hallways. Into the hall- <laughs> no, you're not going to give them LSD. That's, See, that's cheating. But True. I want the I want their actual natural fear and and emotions to to take over because if you drug them that's easy but no I want it to be so realistic and spooky that that it becomes a true haunted house. Oh CJ, my. quick question. Uh, you seem like the type of person to have a bookcase that is a secret hallway. I've always wanted to. My fiance yes, says no. You're right. I've even With looked at book? how I I've looked at how I could build one, and she's like, "We're not doing that. It's tacky." And I'm like, "No." It's awesome. It's awesome. I, I can keep my swords bookcase. in there. Yeah, huh? see, there you go. Uh, I absolutely love this. And, uh, you know, part of it, uh, there is a, uh, there's an old play kind of that the Raven's based off of or an old short story, mm-hmm. which is like the, the man in the red mask where they throw these rich bourgeois elites, throw a giant uh, masquerade party, and he shows up, and the thing is, is he's, 
he doesn't exist. There's nothing under the mask and costume. Moms should get paid to stay at home. Hey, it's Matt Bearden for the parent pickups, trying to score some points with his lovely wife. No, uh, I was reading this article. It's something they're trying to institute in certain parts of the UK. And I wonder if it couldn't maybe come to America as well. They're arguing that moms, or as they call them over there, mums, should be given 8,000 pounds to stay at home and look after kids. There's a think tank, Civitas, that says, look, there's a thing that we want want to implement called the Family Support Benefit, and we think that in the end it will actually be highly profitable for our society and we will grow better, happier, healthier families. Sure, moms or paps, right? Like, uh, or is it just specifically moms? Because- well, I think why they're talking about this is that uh, the burden of childcare generally falls on the mom. The burden of early quitting a job, on, yeah. things like that, yeah. falls on the mom. I know that in my family, we were in a position where, especially once our second child came along, childcare so expensive that it made more sense for my wife to quit her job, stay home. Uh, it wasn't something that was forced on her. She liked the idea of being able to stay home with the kids. She liked it. Uh, she's back at work now. But during that time, she liked staying at home. And you became a one-income family, but we're saving money. We weren't only saving money, but it, the thing is, is we, my wife could have been going to work, working her backside off. We would have had to have been jockeying between the two of us. How do we pick up our kids? How do we get our kids from here to there? And we would have probably made an extra, oh, $600 a month. And yeah. at that point, you go, do I want an extra $600 a month for, for all us, the stress? For all of this. Or, uh, you know, science has shown that if you in, or, or uh, sociology has shown that if you're in the position where you can, it's great to be able to stay home with your kids and have your kids at, at home. So they're saying, hey, look, why are we doing this to ourselves? The concept is whichever parent stays home that they should be paid a basically a... A living wage. It's not even a living wage. It really isn't. But it would be enough to make up what I was talking about, that kind of $600 a month or whatever. That happens, you know, a lot of us have basically what what you would call a middle-class income. Once you start going, I mean, child care, you know, $1,200, $1,500 a month when you've got two kids. I don't think people understand... How expensive? You don't have kids. How no, expensive childcare can I mean, be? CJ gets a little bit of it, right? Uh, dogs, dogs, yeah. So. And when we go out of town, we have to find someone to house sit, and that's oh, and that's just like having like kids. Bucks, yeah, dude. having having kids. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a really smart concept. What they're saying is like, look, what happens is people get really tight when you say, "Hey, let's give money to people." Yeah. But ultimately, what they're saying is, "Hey, in the we have an overall lack of productivity that comes from this." And we'd actually be making up for it on the back end uh, with, you know, maybe we may lower crime when it's all said and done. Kids may be doing better in school by the time that they get there. There's a lot of, anyway, like I said, right. it's it's a think tank and it's something to think about. I like, I think it's an interesting idea. I would love to see somebody actually go through with it in some country. So we actually have a study and see. It's probably going to be in Sweden or Norway or one of those yeah. uh, countries where they seem kind of chill about, yeah. hey, let's let's try the future. Hey, we're chill, but here's some uh, black metal. <laughs> That's how they Didn't get the rage earlier out. too that Norway banned like skateboarding. Yeah, for, for like a couple decades, you couldn't skateboard in Norway. But hey, they fi- they got to figure it out. Well, I- I'm sorry you couldn't skateboard for the three weeks <laughs> oh, a year that it's not covered ice. in ice. He's like the store brand of funny. CJ Morgan. CJ Morgan.
on 101X. The Bachelor Party Guide to Austin. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! We've got the Bachelor Party Guide to Austin, and I'm going to tell you, I might have a few problems with this list, but overall, some cool places to hang. Austin is a great city to entertain friends in town, and one of the big events in uh, someone's life. And, you know, I'm going to go on, I'm going to go out here and say this is, uh, from my perspective, probably very heteronormative, old school sort of bachelor party. Used to call them stag parties back in the day. Sure. Uh, but that's where I'm going to come from for a lot of this. So uh, you got your friends coming into town. What to do for a bachelor party? Austin, yes, a great place to entertain. Uh, let's start with lunch and brunch. Few great locations, Bangers, Sausage House, and Beer Garden. Mm. Absolutely. Yes, yum, yes, yum, yes. Micklewaith Craft Meat. Sure, good place to go, but Bangers, more more hang. They have TVs, they sure. have games to play, stuff like that. Uh, Turf and Surf, downtown Austin. Does a lot of big groups, has a lot of uh, sports and stuff on. Sure, why not? You want to get fancy, you want to do something real nice? How about Parkside, downtown Great happy hour there. Uh, Wu Chow, one of my favorite places. Shout out to CK Chen. Uh, absolutely great restaurant. All nice places. Via 313 on Rainy. All right, baby. You get you some good pizza. Yeah. And then you go out and party at the bars. Don't eat yes. too much. Don't eat too much. Don't no, carb load. You want to keep your, your tummy ready That's for the right. dancing. Uh, Lambert's Downtown Barbecue. Good recommendation. ALC Steaks. Yeah, I actually went there oh, for a bachelor yeah. party once. Um, yeah. Yeah, the big problem was I was a little broke and all my friends were a little uh, uh, higher ranking on the socioeconomic level. And oh, we were going to the Yellow Rose after, so I was saving my money for that. Oh, uh, you had your priorities straight. ALC there you go. Steaks was great, but I, saving money, bought a burger and drank only beer. Everyone else had Manhattans and steaks with lobster. And then uh, my friend at the end goes, all right, well, uh, we got Gary's, blah, blah, blah. How about we all just adult split? And I was like, Whoa. I didn't argue, but I was like, wait, I purposely... Had my bill be about thirty dollars, and the rest right. of you were running about sixty-five <sighs> each. If, they, if people do that, you need to announce it before people order, so that way you know. Well, everyone's getting lobster. Screw it. Yeah, might as well. Not fair. You know, <laughs> uh, Buford's downtown recommended for drinks as mm-hmm. well as Las Perlas, a mm. good place for tacos and some old school Austin vibes. Kung Fu Saloon, <sighs> definitely if you want to bring your friends and go dance with some cute younger college girls. Mm, it's a fun uh, time. Whistler's Good Cocktail Bar in East Austin. So there you go. You got a lot of good stuff. Rio Rooftop Bar for the night. Luster Pearl. Hotel Vegas in Volstead. All kinds of great listings uh, for a good bachelor party. Let's be fair. Anywhere you go with your bros, it's going to be fun. Am I right? Yeah. (laughs) Here's what it's missing, though. First and foremost, I looked up the author, and she is a uh, young single female. Okay. Um, You don't get it right what bachelors do. I'm going to tell you what a bachelor party involves. It should have A, a nice dinner, B, some sort of activity, C, a getaway seclusion where you and the gang hang together, play poker, and D, some big old double Ds. (laughs) None of this mentions the Palacio, uh, Yellow Rose, uh, Perfect Ten, none of that. I'm going to tell you what, I have a lot of friends, and this this isn't just for the Bachelor itself, but... There's fun of having a dancer at a party or going to a gentleman's club. That has to be a must of a bachelor party, in my humble opinion. And it's not just for you, the bachelor, that's been single longer, but a lot of guys, a lot of friends get married right out of high school, right out of college. And you know what they miss? 
they miss seeing some young ladies some dancing on the pole. Sure. Okay? Sure. It's a big industry in Austin that we need to support and help. That's true. Uh, but my, my favorite bachelor party, and you know, let's uh, I want to rope Emily into this and kind of talk about uh, different <laughs> perspective and opinion on it, but... Uh, one nice dinner, I agree to that. I think a night of doing dinner and going out bar hopping is not the best for a bachelor party because, again, a lot of married dudes, you're older, whatever. Not bar hopping, that's not as fun. Uh, you have a nice dinner. Uh, when I say activity, I mean something like top golf. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Not just eating, which is an act, yes. obviously an activity. Going out and <laughs> do something competitive with a your bros and yeah. Uh Secluded location. I like the idea of, of ski trip, river house, lake house, going camping to where it's you and the boys just hanging and doing your thing, reliving the good old times. And then last but not least, you got to have some kind of stripper. Sure. What, what, stripper. what if you take the boys out to do one of those wine and paint things? No. No, 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 unless you're painting Not, uh, yourself nude or stripper. Mm. Got to have that. Sorry, it's a big so, part of it. But there you go. That's an activity, though. Uh, the Bachelor Party's Guide to Austin you can find at theinfatuation.com. And if you think I'm a pervy male, yeah. you're right. <laughs> Feeling good. Things are great. And all we can think about is when is the other, uh, when's the hammer going to drop? When's the other foot going to come down? It's group therapy with Emily, Matt. Spencer, myself, CJ, and that's kind of that's kind of the vibe. And I've had this for a while, Matt, and I'm glad you brought it up because you just said you you've been in a good mood. Yeah, I am uh, diagnosed um, uh, bipolar, which gave me a lot of trouble when I was younger because you couldn't really figure it out. I didn't know what the heck that was happening. Oh, I just yeah. thought, like, man, I am not doing what I thought I was going to do with my life, and I can't really seem to get it on track. I'm getting undiagnosed bipolar, so hey, hey. Oh, good for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. A borderline personality and narcissistic person personality disorder instead. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I learned yeah. about that yeah. stuff recently. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, all of those diagnoses, I, I'm not an expert. I don't know any of them mean. Um, and uh, but They're very fluid. They are, they and are, like I'd like to say for a lot in my life is that, uh, you know, those are explanations, not excuses, you know. I still had to do something with my life because uh, I treated some people uh, in ways that I didn't want to. Uh, not mean or cruel, but uh, kind of ignoring them or I would hide a whole lot. Anyway, yeah. the point is that is that I am feeling great the last couple of days. Good I feel fantastic. You. It is, except because you get in a habit and you get trained, I can't enjoy the happy because I'm so worried that the a bad's huge dump is coming right behind it. So instead mm-hmm. of being able to live in the moment, like they say, what's that live, laugh, love, pray, yeah, something, well, no, dance? Eat, pray, love, dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to keep both of your legs in the present because if you have one leg in the future and one leg in the past, yep. then you're just pissing right on the present. Okay, well, that's wow. why I've got. Thank, sure. you, t- thank you, old Texas farmer. But you kind of <laughs> nailed it with your right? almanac sayings. Yeah. Because I, I should just be really enjoying it right now. And instead, I'm like, oh, but what if what if next week's going to suck? Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm employed. Uh, ratings and things at the radio station are going well. Mm-hmm. Oh, they Thing, have a roof over your head. Got a roof I mean, over I my know head. that's very... Things are improving no, with know. my my fiancé. Um, I'm out of the hospital, and I'm healthy, and I'm doing better. But then I'm like, oh, things are going to be bad. Yeah, I think a lot of people out there soon. probably kind of suffer or deal with the same thing, which is that they 
we all have a hard time, especially with modern stresses, the city getting more expensive, chasing down housing. What am I going to be? How come my neighbors are more successful than me? How come that one relationship didn't work? We have a real, it's really easy for humanity to look for all the bad. To compare ourselves sure. to other people and as sometimes well. sometimes just miss out on what's, I mean, the weather's been fantastic for the oh, last I week. Know. It's been incredible, right? It's been great. Yeah. Um, uh, UT had a bye week, so I didn't have to get didn't angry. Lose. I didn't have to get yeah. angry over the weekend. There's so many things going my way. Why can't I just be happy about it? And, and I'm trying to be. The older I get and the more experience I get, I get better at dealing with yeah. all this stuff. You just do, right? Yeah. Um, when uh, I was 16, I was a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's the worst. Well, one, you're going through adolescence. Oh, Two, yeah. you might you have this stuff like building up on you, this bipolar thing. And yeah, my my they didn't really you know things were d- obviously dealt with differently yeah. in the past. My school just kicked me out and said, we don't know what's wrong with him, but he can't come back until he's better. He keeps crying in the middle of the class. Get yeah. him out of here. You know? I just was like, I was like, well, that is not, I don't think that's that's all that supposed yeah. <laughs> no. Your school is like, go away. There's I, something wrong with you. I, I literally got kicked out of third grade and it was, oh, I yeah, didn't have yeah, a better yeah, yeah. for you. Yeah, so I guess, um, I, I guess maybe my group, group therapy ask is, um, do you guys have any I don't know, lucky rabbit's feet. Do you like have how any... how to prepare yourself? So, well, no, it's some for... techniques for just, like, enjoying what's going on right now. Oh, I living do. in the moment. I do. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, it, it's probably not the best thing, and we'll talk about that when we return with group therapy. The whole gang's here for group therapy. Emily, Spencer, Matt, myself, CJ, and Matt kind of posed the question, something we've all been feeling recently. I know Spencer's kind of told me when we have a good show, and I'm like, oh, but I'm worried. He's like, it's imposter syndrome in a way, but... Right. Some of you might get the same thing where you're happy, things well, are going good. I'm also a, a diagnosed uh, bipolar person and even had conversations recently with a psychiatrist about what you might have been diagnosed with recently, borderline personality and how they share a lot of uh, similarities. Symptoms. With, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but I'm, I've, I've still never quite been able to wrap my head around living in the moment during these happier moments. I wouldn't right. say it's quite manic, it's but it's on that sort of trend where it's a little upward, you're sometimes happy, and you don't know why. It's like, oh crap, I know it's coming, because it I, always it, comes. It, it always yeah. comes, yeah. and yeah. it just yeah. hits you like a bus. And we're talking about people with diagnosed mental illness, but I know everybody out there, even people who, who don't, still have the same yeah. kind of thing about, I'm yeah, having sure. a good day, but looking forward, like, oh, but then the holidays are going to come, and I'm going to get in a fight with a relative, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna, I'm not going to get right. the right gift for somebody, and then I know it's going to... So we always are looking, or at least a lot of us, are looking toward the... Ne- how can we mess up a good time yeah. today right, right, by looking right, right, to right. a bad time in the like, future? For sure, for so sure. So I was looking for, like, do you guys have any coping skills, anything that you do so that you don't do that kind you of know, stuff? You know, this is something that I literally just started doing this week, and the one time that I did it, it made me feel really, really good. I have also been having, like, a just a continuous streak of just having fun, successful, memorable moments yeah. in it's my like, life. When's it going to get bad? Yeah, like, uh, every, like I, I was like, oh my gosh, I interviewed so many great people at ACL this year. I saw so many amazing concerts. Um, I've just had all of these really cool experiences, and I have an issue. Like, I, I'm not diagnosed with anything officially. I'm trying to figure out all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have an issue with, like, memory loss and, like, just overwhelming mm-hmm. myself and my brain to where, like, it kind of becomes just stagnant and numb. Right, right, right. You know, because it's like I've, it, I just have so much going on that well, I just don't appreciate it. I feel like right? this, this was me in 2016 yeah. when I was single. 
uh, was finally like that was where I kind of had a turning point in radio where I was making more money. I was doing a lot of stuff on our real popular morning show Mm -hmm. and things were great. But I had to every night, every day I had to have an event. I had to have a thing. I never I could sit be at home and be no. alone. So and, no. are and you so, saying that's the coping skill <laughs> is to get out and do more? No, no, no When no, you're no. so busy, you can't. <laughs> you <have laughs> when no you can't think, to, right? To, yeah. No, uh, but what I did this week for the first time is I was like, you know what? I need to stop. I need to just like stop and smell the roses, do something. So I actually like journaled. God, I was about to say that. that I'm so afraid. So I was so afraid. Like, please don't say journal. Please don't so say journal. But here, here, here. Here's so you the can thing. look back on the good times. I, I think of it more of like collecting. I have an issue where I like knickknacks and I like collecting little things that make me feel good. Okay. Like receipts or ticket stubs or things like that. So I've thought of it more as like a scrapbook. So what I, what I did this week is I had a bunch of different ticket stubs, like my ACL pass, things like that. And I just opened up a book and I just went, okay, I'm going to do a little art project. And I just pasted all of that stuff onto a page and then just wrote out what I did. It didn't have to be like, this is how it made me feel. It was just like, I need to document that I did this. So that any time that this happens again, I can look back and not only are my words there, but I have physical proof of like, oh... I'm cool. This is a good time in my life that I want to remember and know yeah. that stuff like this happens. There have been multiple times in my life, and I'm just a stubborn sort of fool who just doesn't want to sit down and write because yeah. sometimes it can be a little time-consuming. Totally. But what's 20 minutes sitting down writing compared that, to the yeah. hours all day where you're sort of yeah. fretting potentially about a crash or your future? And Whereas with those 20 minutes, you're actively present discussing Whatever you're thinking about at the moment or just thinking ahead about, I mean, it's just you're present. Mm -hmm. You're there. You're forcing yourself to be present. And in some part, like, you sort of enjoy it and it sort of relieves a bit of anxiety with it as well because you're taking a lot of this frustration out of your head and your thoughts and putting them down on a piece of paper. It's almost like you're putting them there literally. Yeah. You can burn it, you can throw it away, or you can keep it. But it's also nice to look back on, like, I did this event on this day. Like, that's the only reason I like Facebook is because of on this day because I can remember things. My method of uh, keeping happy in the present was uh, a little more dark. I would handcuff myself, essentially. I'd be like, okay, everything's going good, but I'm going to drink secretly, and I'm going to drink all the time. I'm going to be drunk. So I always felt that if I had the real negative thing haunting my life, that 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 was the negative thing, so there couldn't be any more negative coming because I was in control Uh of the Mm -hmm. bad thing that was Mm -hmm. happening. And then I just realized that that was stupid, and could potentially just make everything else even more negative. But by drinking a lot, I had that as my um, my dark, bad thing. My but secret. in a way, it was also like a control because uh, I was in control of the negativity happening in my life. Very, huh. very yeah. weird yeah. to, yeah, to okay. do that. Um, so Matt, yeah, there so, you go. Just yeah, drink just, and go out all the time. Yeah. Give up hope. <laughs> and then write about it. <laughs> yeah. So just Hunter S. Thompson it. Uh-huh. I'll try. I'll try with those things. I, I just have such, you know what I mean? I st- my, in my DNA, I still there's still an old Texas man that lives inside of my head yeah. who just goes, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. You with this, this soft-ass frilly, no good. Why don't you just move to San Francisco and join a hippie commune? Well, I'll and then I would you. say, well, it's pronounced commune. <laughs> you, idiot. you dumbass hick. Uh, I guess before our session ends on group therapy, I, I think one of the most profound pieces of advice I had is you just, you know, you sing a song uh, about the 
Good Times. You sing a song about the better times, and any time you get oh, knocked down, Danny. you get up, up again. again. Danny. Okay, because they're never going to keep you down. They're exactly. never going to. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd, walk, I'd walk. I'd uh, walk ten thousand miles for you. Oh, and I'd walk <laughs> ten thousand more. Who's the best player in the 101X Fantasy Football League? Nick, Emily, Jason, CJ, or even Lawless? Let's find out and talk fantasy on the Nerd Report. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. Sure, the Nerd Report's usually video games, swords, Legos, and anime. But the manga I'm going to discuss today is the ongoing long-term drama of the 101X Fantasy Football League, of which young Emily is a participant, as well as uh, several other people in the building. We have 10 total players. This league has existed for like 14 years. Whoa. I'm a three-time champion. One of only three three three-time champions. Wow. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank you. You know what sucks about it, though, Hmm. is as commissioner, everyone pays me $100 at the beginning of the year. First place wins the larger percentage. Second wins a percentage. Third gets their money back, and whoever scores the most points gets their money back. So even though when I win, it's like, okay, cool, I won, but I'm still pulling money out of my bank account to give to people. So it gives the illusion that I have thousands of dollars, and I really don't. No. Uh, Point being, uh, we're at the halfway point from uh, the beginning of the league. I am currently... The defending champion, uh, Spencer, I'm going to give you five of our players, all on-air personalities, um, and considering we're all sports enthusiasts outside of Emily. Sure. Every single one of us. uh, There's myself, CJ, uh, young Emily over here, Mm -hmm. uh, Lynn Lawless, uh, our boss, Hefe, also a champion of the league, uh, one-time winner, uh, Jason Dick. And Nick Hodgda. Mm-hmm. So five people on 101X are in the Waterloo Media Fantasy Football League. I want you to rank them from first to last of who, you, where you think we are in the standings. Sure, sure, and then sure. we'll uh, discuss uh, Emily's uh, first year doing fantasy football, her thoughts and everything like that. So, okay, so. Uh, let's first, let's let Spencer rank this. Yes. Emily, I've, I've heard you a little bit on the Morning X. Uh, you yeah. said you quit the bet. With yeah. them, uh, but what? What's your take so far in fantasy football? Before we look at the record and where I we're don't at? get it, I don't get it. Still, I'm trying to be a good sport. I just don't. I don't understand. I don't understand the hype, and I guess it might just be because it's gambling. Football is not the sport for me. I hate gambling. I hate it. I don't like. The, it gives you if you're a football fan. It gives you more reason to watch football besides your own team. Because you're rooting for players on random teams. Do you have you watched any NFL no, and cared? No. Do you manage your league, or do you have friends that mainly do it? I just place things. <laughs> so, so, so I, I don't know. Maybe I do. So you look at, um, it shows you the predicted score, and say you have a running back that might do 11, but yeah. on your bench you have a guy that might do 13. Do you just switch I that just out? I just switch it out, yeah. Do, do you add players on the waivers? Have you done any trades? Um, I haven't done any trades. I've mm. added people. This is helping my rating, by the okay. way. Somebody, of course, yeah, of course it is. Uh, somebody tried making a terrible trade with me, and I was like, I'm not that dumb. I'm not going to do that one. Yeah, because you looked in, like, this yeah, player's way no. better than this player. I didn't player. even have to look into it. I was like, I know that I have one of the top players and, for that. So and that's... upstairs salesperson tried to yeah. tried to fleece you. Yeah, I will say, fantasy football, when I first started playing, none of it was done online. It was all you had to do your own research. You had oh, to watch God, the games. No. No. It was on paper. So you had to really be up on who was who. But now ESPN tells you, 
when you're doing the draft, who's predicted yeah. to do better. It gives you all kinds of numbers. So it makes it easy, but you're still just like, eh. Yeah, I, I, I just don't really get it, honestly. It's not my thing. And you know what's frustrating is you started a player for several weeks that was injured or didn't score points, and then you play me and uh, completely crush me, Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, <laughs> yeah. uh, one of Emily's top picks. She picked a bunch of Cowboys just to smite Jason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't do well for her until the week she played me. Yeah. Yep. How did that feel, uh, Ezekiel CJ? Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott scored two touchdowns for the first time in over a year. How frustrated were you? He was very mad. I was frustrated. He was I, very mad. Part of me didn't want to. Another reason was because I did not know what was happening, and I didn't right. even I right. didn't even know I was beating CJ because I literally don't look until Monday night. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't keep up I'm, with that. I'm, I'm also yeah. I was I was frustrated by that, and at the beginning of the year because myself mainly and Jason kind of coerced Emily into playing because we wanted to make it on air content. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. fun, uh, and I was like, man, this costs a hundred bucks. She's not like great. Yeah. Uh, long-running, high-paid, on-air talent such no. as myself, making six figures a year plus. Um, so I was going to front her the hundred, and then just you know take that out of if she won or whatever. But sure. she, she paid. She's a fair player. Um, yeah. Anyhow, you have it now, uh, Spencer. I have give, ranked. Give me your standings of uh, where yeah. our fantasy football league of the five one-on-one X player sits according to you. Here's my thoughts. I think number one uh, currently is uh, good old Jason Dick. Now, I know he's a good gambler. I know he's just generally good at sort of reading these things. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. Number two, I'm putting Lawless up there mostly because I haven't heard how he's been doing necessarily. We've sort of recapped, you know, how you guys are doing, Uh, Mm -hmm. maybe throwing in Jason and Nick every once in a while. So number three is where I'm putting CJ, mostly because I heard you suffered a recent loss, of course, what we just recently discussed. Sorry. Uh, Emily, I'm putting you at number four. That's fine. Uh, mostly because I think some of your blind luck is helping you out. And number five is Nick. Not because I uh, lack of skill, but because I feel like the universe kind of poo-pooed on him a little bit recently. Aww. I think it always does. And, Nick. Yeah. I love Nick, man. Me too. That guy has a rough... Uh, here we go. The standings for the 101X Fantasy Football League. Um, CJ, yeah, I started out 3-0. and uh, Currently on a five-game losing streak. Um Nick is actually the highest ranking at five and three out of us. He Woo! is on a three-game win streak. Good job, man. Um, next up, we have Jason at four and four. He's number two. Lynn at four and four. Emily actually uh, ranked eighth overall in the league at three and five. Kudos to Emily. Thank you. Last place out of us five and dead last in the league. <sighs> Your captain friend CJ Morgan. No, no. what happened, CJ? I'll tell you what happened. Nick and Nick and so it also tells you how many moves you made. Yeah. To pick up players, Nick, the worst player gets to pick up a player first. Nick and Jason were worse than me all league long until yeah. now. So they're the most active. They know the best players. So they always took guys before I could repair my league, and now it's bad, and I'm Man. dumb, and I hate myself. I, I'm keeping the money. Screw you guys. Oh. Making your drive home a little weirder. CJ Morgan on 101X. Do men have standing pants? Emily, I have no clue what standing pants are. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about that. And then if you're a fan of Emily and you don't follow her online, I'm going to give you a reason uh, to follow my friend Emily. Oh, wow. Um Okay, I don't know where that part is going, but yes, standing pants. I know this is a common thing in the woman world, and it might just be because of how we're built. It might just be because of how, like, just the the pants are built and how terrible our, our pants are. You know, we barely even have pockets, right? But there's 
specific pants in my wardrobe that I will only wear for standing occasions. Mm-hmm. And that's so, it. Like if you're going to... Like a bar. I was about to say a movie, but you're not going to no, go stand no. right. If I'm going to like a bar a club, a or if I'm going clubbing. Tables and stuff. Or if I'm like going to like... Even like you could argue like a football game. Pff, I don't go to football games, but you know. Things like that, like things where you're going so to be more, standing. Are these the whole nicer time. pants, tighter pants, dress pants? Are they don't they... have to be dress pants, but they are definitely tighter. It's <laughs> it's the okay. type of pant where like it fits you when you stand up, but as soon as you sit down, it's just see. I guess I have pants like that, but yeah. I purposely try to wear them to break in. Like a oh, lot yeah. of dude, to break in. Yes, a lot of dude pants, this like is... especially my nice Levi's that I get, like my Western wear. You have to break them in, right? Yeah, really? and I think this is the one thing we share with women who wear like heels that are uncomfortable. Dudes yeah. will wear these uncomfortable pants, but we're going to sit in them. They we want to sit, huh? and they it's going to hurt. Correct. It's going to hurt the, the tum-tum. It squeezes yeah. your danger because <laughs> um, our, our bits and pieces lower hang out, yeah. uh, right. so it hurts and it squeezes, but you wear them to stretch them out so they become more comfortable. Absolutely. Huh. When you buy a pair of pants that fits you as a man, they don't fit for a while, and then when you wash them, it gets a little worse. But as time yeah. goes on, mm-hmm. they get better until you spill mustard. And that's why we wear huh. pants like all week long. Take them off when you get yep. home. Keep Correct. them clean. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. Absolutely. Huh. That's but you, interesting. Ladies, if you're... So the... I was going to say they're more going out pants. You say they're just, if you know you're not going to be sitting, you yes, wear them. you wear uh, them. Are they your higher ranking pants then? Yeah, because they're normally, typically, the cuter the pant, the more uncomfortable they're going to be to wear. Mm-hmm. So that's why they become the standing pant. For example, um, I told you, you know, before I came, where when I came in today, I was like, hey, by the way, don't look over here. Don't look at what I'm doing because I had to unbutton and unzip my pants. I wanted to high five currently... you. So you're wearing standing <laughs> pants right, standing pants I'm right now. I'm wearing standing pants as we speak. Look, and that's what we, uh, me and CJ absolutely understand, the unbuttoning yeah. of the pants. Yes. yes. I've done that in here before. Yeah. I'll take it a step further. <laughs> Emily, um, friend on-air content forgiveness for uh, what's about to happen in these next two moments of us together. Please don't oh, talk to HR. No. Oh, no. Okay. okay. It's okay. not too bad. Or it's okay. Be, I'm, don't I'm a witness, be Emily. I'm a Here, witness. Sh- can I say something first? And yes. maybe it's what you're going to say. What? Okay. I'm going to say the re- one of the reasons why it's so hard for me to buy pants. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it? Don't say it because, uh, yes. Hold on. First and <laughs> foremost, uh, I wore some... I've lost a bit of weight yeah. um, uh, because, Looking one, good. I was drinking Ew. so much that I wasn't eating, so I was losing weight. And now that I'm not drinking, I'm losing weight. Yeah. So the other day, I, I'm wearing standing pants. I'm wearing a nicer, newer pair of pants that I haven't worn in a while because they haven't fit me. So I'm wearing them, and they're so tight, I keep getting a wedgie. So here <laughs> in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. I present to you... Oh, God. What Hi. is this? He's looking through. My underwear. Ew. Uh, why oh, are you? Ew. Don't clean. smell them. They're clean. Don't smell they're, them. So I, uh, why what? do you have your underwear in a drawer right Because Well, in case I need him again. Um, so you're saying you're not wearing underwear currently. Right now. No, I'm not wearing underwear. I didn't right do now? this. To, yeah, I usually don't wear underwear. Wait. But <laughs> okay, continue. I don't wear underwear. I shower you gotta get bef- some good pairs, man. I shower before I come to work. I don't and? need underwear, and yeah, it's more comfortable. Yeah, but you sweat during the... I'm not, I don't I'm not sweat. I'm sitting you. in the building. I'm gonna, um, if I'm going, <laughs> if I am going out, bro, you where sweat, I sweat a lot. Wear, like, what are you saying? You <laughs> yeah, used to go out to yeah, your car like, just to cool off in your nice yeah. car air conditioning. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Point being, I, I this, they, you those, wore underwear those days. Those yeah, passed the sure. smell test. Okay. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I got such a bad wedgie 
um, <laughs> that I took my pants off here in the studio and took and my then underwear took your off. Underwear off and um, then you get you some thongs. The next thing that I think you were going to hit on is yes. I. Um, you, we were like, oh, Emily, Monday, why didn't you dress as Spider-Man? You already had that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I must say, if you're a pervy dude and a fan of Emily, follow her, <laughs> um, Earth Toast on Instagram. Correct. Um, Emily dressed up in her Spider-Man at a costume I thing. did. Uh, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a cute little outfit, but it, it looks fine. I don't know why Emily wouldn't wear it to work. And then you do a turn and yep. to quote yep. Nick's, to quote Nick's term, Emily, where did you get that dumper? Did you, just, <laughs> did you recently just grow a butt that no one that I haven't I noticed? I had one. You guys are just all like my brothers. So yeah. That's not something that, that I go flaunting so around you're here. Sorry, we should have been looking at your ass. No, no, I'm saying that you, you you missed out. But no, exactly, and that's the so thing. So is that why you have trouble yes. with jeans? Yes, because it's because is because I'm what the kids call quote unquote slim thick. Thanks yeah. to my mother. Fat bottom girls make the world yes. go round. So that means that like you know I have a smaller ish waist than I do. waist and a big behind. Correct. There's so, rap songs about you. So whenever I wear pants, I have to like wear pants with a smaller waist. Yeah. But then when I sit down, all of my junk just goes. <laughs> so then it's uncomfortable. So it's like I have to have I have to be standing for gravity it. to do its yeah, to my, do its work. My I guess. fiance gets that too because yep. she yeah, has she, she's got junk in the trunk too. She's I got know. a big butt. Oh, but I've, she I've has, looked at your she fiance. She has a long butt. She has yeah. a long butt that, yeah. that is. Yes. When you mash it all up together, it's a big <laughs> bubble butt, but yeah. it goes longer because she's really tall. Yeah. So she also has to find different type of jeans. Yep. And, and you know what, women? I, yeah. I respect you and your nice butts. Yeah, I'm going to shout out a pair of jeans that do fit me very well and are not the ones I'm wearing currently. Anybody that suffers from this issue, go to Abercrombie. I know, crazy. It's still around. Abercrombie Curve Love Jeans. You got some lycra in there? What happens is that it's sized by your waist size, but then they add two inches to the butt and the legs. So uh, compared to other jeans, the butt and the legs are going to be bigger, but then the the waist is still going to be huh. like the size that it's supposed to there be. There you go. So for more so. fashion tips and dumper picks, yeah. follow Emily <laughs> <laughs> at, at her toast yeah, yeah, yeah. Only a few more days left for early voting in Texas. If you don't want to wait in line next Tuesday, get out, go early vote now. Uh, let me give you a couple lessons. Uh, first and foremost, remember not to wear any political attire when you go to early vote. That is not allowed. Right. Uh, do bring a form of state or government ID. They will ask you for that. And uh, I don't think you can take pictures with your phone when you're voting. Yeah. There, there's been some people doing that and Just showing, to, uh, I'm voting and... Uh, you get in a little bit of trouble. They frown upon that. That's why they give you the stickers, so you can put it on, take a picture when you're out. Then you do the selfie. That's right. While you're in the machine. And also, uh, there are apparently reported issues of machines not registering your vote. So when you do your little votes, mm. then you check before you hit print. You make sure all your votes are in. You hit print, and then you yeah. go back and you look at the piece of paper. Make sure everything was tabulated correctly. Then uh, put it in the, the little bin. Uh, last thing, when it comes to early voting, as I realized, your normal polling stations, the elementary school, the Elks Lodge, whatever across the street, uh, might not be doing early voting, so you need to check and see where you can vote, and you can do that by going to your local county clerk. Just Google Travis County Clerk, Hayes County Clerk, Williamson County Clerk, anything like that. And let's say you did vote today or yesterday and you still have that shirt with your sticker on it, uh, go hang out. Our friends uh, Jason, Emily, Nick, the Morning X are going to be at the Pluckers at the link. As a matter of fact, they're there 
right now. Yeah. Now, they're not bribing you for votes. They're just saying, hey, you worked hard. You voted. It's been a long day. Yeah. Uh, they're going to buy you a Bud Light if you have your I Voted sticker. That's right. doesn't matter who you vote for. Just get out and vote. Yes. And it also doesn't matter how many stickers you have. Vote right. as many times as you can to get that's as right. many Bud Lights. <laughs> no, I think that's illegal. And yeah, I don't think do uh, only one. So, yeah, go check out Jason, Nick, Emily hanging out at the link. And if you voted, they'll also give you a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. You just get to pick who you want to kiss. Uh, Emily, I wouldn't kiss her. She, uh, you know, is has that bad cough since ACL Fest. But Nick and uh, Jason. Perfectly healthy. Very kissable. Absolutely. Want to kiss them? Go do it. So they'll be at the Pluckers in the link until 7 o'clock. And again, early voting. Uh, you can find details at your county clerk. I don't know the website. Just Google. Just your Texas county voter. Something clerk. like that. Find out how to vote. Go do that. Uh, only a couple days left. Uh, the rest of today until I believe 6. And then uh, Thursday, Friday, and then Tuesday, the big election day in Texas in the United States. Whoa. What's going to happen? I don't know, man. TBD. Rule of thumb. Keep your clothes on around kids. time to render a verdict as to who's today's person behaving badly is and i'm going to say it's an open and shut case a woman was arrested for harassing trick-or-treaters which is something maybe you shouldn't do it uh-huh. happened uh, monday night in maryland a woman was uh, in her neighborhood in her yard and yelling obscenities cussing screaming at kids as they were walking by doing what just trick-or-treating why do you want to do that? If Come you want to spook lady. the kids, do that. Yeah, set up a scare. A little goof, a spook. Sure. But don't yell at them. Don't cuss at them. Don't be mean. However, you should also make sure not to take your clothes off. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, don't, so you don't already do mentioned, that. She mentioned that. Yeah. A uh, 45-year-old Maryland woman arrested on Halloween night for yelling profanities at kids while uh, she passed out candy. Was luring them in, and what? then she was also flashing them. Okay. A bunch of trick-or-treaters were going around in Mar- Edgewater, Maryland, Monday night, having fun. And then uh, the police were called after the woman stood in front of her yard and showing off her bits and pieces. Doesn't specify how she was flashing them, huh. but she was flashing them. Uh, and it wasn't clear if she was in a costume or not. Reports just sh- say she exposed herself. See, we were all worried about fentanyl being in candy. Yeah. Uh, the years before, it was marijuana candy being Yes, candy. And perhaps razor blades, perhaps. You razor know, blades were before that. MSG. There's, there's always been so, uh, MS-13 <laughs> in, in the candy. <laughs> yeah. Always something. This year, I, fentanyl, uh, no reports of overdosing, even though I thought that illegal immigrants were going to buy houses in the yeah. United States, cross the border, and pass out fentanyl-laced candy. Zero reports of fentanyl and candy. Nope. A crazy woman uh, showing her whatevers. Um, now, let me remind you all. A lot of people like to think it's fun to streak at football games, um, that sort of thing. Uh, Don't do it, because there are kids there. If you're nude, you know what that makes you? Sex offender. Sex offender. Sex offender. Don't do it. Uh, This woman was released on her own. She faces charges for indecent exposure and disorderly conduct. She is today's person behaving badly. And uh, I did some Googling. They they did put her name out there, I'm not going to say. Trying to find uh, the pics. 
Uh, <laughs> you dirty dog. It's hard. Well, I, not, <laughs> I wasn't looking for those pictures. I just want to say, like, who did this? Because to me, it sounds like a little bit of mental illness or drugs. Yeah, absolutely. And then looking at the mugshot, which, again, I don't know if it's actually her mugshot or just what came up when you Google her name, because then I click on the article and it's a lot of mugshots. Sure. Uh, mental <laughs> illness and drugs. Does yeah. look to be like a little bit of mental illness and uh, and drugs right there. Yeah. So there you well. go. Keep your clothes on in front of the kids uh, and, you know, be nice to trick-or-treaters. They're yeah, already man. stressed enough about getting fentanyl and razor blades. Yeah, man. They, they had Halloween that. on a Monday. They got to go to school the yeah, next morning. The next that day, sucks. They stay late, jerk. The face. Wait. The mustache. The Boston. C.J. Morgan. I ain't eating no Bill Gates banana. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Let's figure it out. Is it weird? Is it wired? Matt Bearden is here to talk tech-ish kind of things. Uh, The future may be much healthier for all of us, though... I'm almost afraid to even read the story because I've been on Facebook in the last three years. Oh, I'm sorry. There is a potential therapy. It is derived from a banana protein. Ooh. And it works against COVID. It's an antiviral. Cool. Right? So it's not a, a vaccine. It's if you get something. But it also looks like it may be effective against all known coronaviruses and Influenza, Dude, cool. That uh, means things like... Your bananas, they're good for you. The cold... Well, it comes from the banana. It's being derived. The protein's derived from there. You can't just eat a banana Manners. and not get sick. Um, sure. But things like... So these researchers were looking for some kind of cure for MERS. Do you know what that is? That's this... Uh, um, it's basically a drug-resistant disease. It happens in hospitals It's like a worse lot. than staph. And correct? you go into a yeah. hospital for one thing, you get this MERS, it can eat your... And then people end up dying from it. And there's no real right way to treat it. So they started looking into it. They found this protein. Are you guys ready? Yes. H84T Bonlec. That's oh, what it's called, which that's is good catchy. Protein, yeah. Not that's my catchy. favorite protein. No. By any means. Mm, what is your but favorite? still a good one. Anyway, the first joke of... Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's a joke because I, I realized... Okay. Um, <clears throat> what do you anyway, mean? I, I like steak. COVID. Uh, when COVID uh, uh, occurred, we, of course, wanted to study the therapy's potential and discovered it was effective against every type of coronavirus. In vitro and in vivo, meaning in both like the, the, the test tummy. tubes and when they uh, used it on mice. Now, it has to go through all of the steps before it would ever see uh, humanity. So by then, everything will have adjusted and grown. We'll all be dead, yeah. yeah um, we'll but, and COVID's. I don't know what will happen. I don't know if people will be willing to take this or if they'll decide they that, that, that this has microchips in it or whatever. Bananas look like a dong. I ain't taking that. Mm-mm. This is literally maybe the biggest medical breakthrough we've seen since probably penicillin. Dude, it's I've... enormous. <laughs> if this works, when you feel the sniffles coming on, You'll be able to go to your doctor. Take a banana. Get this pill. How many times have you had a trip ruined because the day before you're supposed to leave, you end up kind of sick? You, your spouse, or your kids. Because and then, then the whole trip, one of you is off the whole time. You're like, you're like, well, I can't not go on the trip. But you feel yeah. like ass the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to take these antivirals, and it'll oh, knock yeah. it right out. This I'm really excited for this to happen. Or how, wild to imagine. How many, it's just coming from a simple little little nanner. Little, little nanner. nanner. We, so we cool. love our nanners. Uh, <laughs> or the frustrating thing you brought up going to the doctor when you when they can't do anything, when there's nothing they can give you, and they're like, oh, you just got to ride it out. Um, I guess that would be more 
Well, you're talking about viral. That's you know, I don't know, man. I'm not a scientist. I can tell from wherever it was you were just headed that yeah. you gave up. Yeah, it sucks yeah. when you get sick. Can I? Can <laughs> yeah, I there that? you go. Does that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. uh, did you know uh, uh, real bananas have like seeds in them and they're smaller? Thank you. These are all real bananas still. This no, just, they're, they're, those are the OG bananas, I think, is what you Monsanto mean. They're Monsanto Like They're trying to mm, turn you into lizards. That's what all this is about. All right, then. I heard it on the news. Anyway, I'll give this one a wired. <laughs> it's time for some quiz clickbait. Quiz bait? Quiz bait. Quiz Welcome bait. to Clickbait Corner, and yeah. we're going to do a quiz bait. Yeah. This one is called Save One Movie for Each Movie Franchise, Ooh. and the rest will be deleted forever. And from ooh. our minds, we won't even know they existed. Or no will we? pressure, know. but if you had to choose whoa. only one, ooh. So whoa. the rules of how, the rules. how we do, do, we do quizzes on the show is we don't answer as CJ or as Emily or as Spencer. We answer as a collective group. So how would the CJ Morgan show, if the show was its own entity, Yes. how would that entity and answer listen, these questions? The show is the four of us, Yeah. Matt Sometimes here, Emily Spencer, CJ. Of course. It's a collective. It's a group. It's only yeah. named the CJ Morgan Show because I couldn't think of anything more creative. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you got to put your name on the show yes. so you don't get replaced. Yeah. So yeah. We're, yeah. even when Matt is not here, we also have to consider him. And that's why we take it as an entity rather than just our own All personal right, thing. Let's do the quiz. Clickbait so, Corner beginneth. You have to choose only one. So which Tom Holland Spider Man movie would you save? Would you save Homecoming? Far from home or no way home? Well, I recuse my vote. I've seen none of them. What? That's right. Uh, homecoming, the first one was the best. The first one was yeah, the best? Yeah, and it had Martha Kelly in it. Oh, it did have Martha Kelly in it. Woo. I was going to say the, the latest one was the best liked, because uh, I liked all the different Spider-Mans together. Oh, right. That is fun. But, that is fun. But we're also going to get rid of those movies, too. Yeah, <laughs> but, so, we'll, so we'll say Homecoming. All right. There we go. Next up. Next. I'm, I'm starting to sound like you, CJ. Next uh, mispronouncing up. and saying words wrong. <laughs> yeah. you, you, say, you say next. Next. Which Mission Impossible movie would you keep? Okay. How many of those have you seen? Easy. First one's the best. Because um, there's Mission Impossible. Yeah. That's because you weren't expecting some of the twists and turns. It's so good. Yeah. There was a video game based off of it. I like first one. My favorite. First one. The best. Easy. Very easy. I'm sorry. It's got to be the first one. Okay, they, cool. Even uh, though I really, a lot of people hate on the second one. Yeah. I thought it was cool with John Woo coming up in there and making it crazy. But All right. Which Twilight movie would you save? How, how many Twilight movies have you guys I've seen? I've also seen Zero. I kind of want to watch them now. Mm, I need, we should have a Twilight. What? Okay, we need to have I a Twilight night and we need to all <laughs> watch Twilight together. You know okay. what I should have done is when I was single, I should have pulled the grift I did with Harry Potter where yeah. I was like, oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, oh well, I haven't come over. Let's Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, which one had the Tom York song "Hearing Damage" in it? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'll go the one where they fight with the wolves. Uh, I I which don't like that one. Which one had the fake one. battle scene in it? <laughs> the fake battle scene. Okay, I'm which just. Which one had the softball this, game? This is all the you. softball game is the first. We're gonna with the Muse song. First fine, one. Fine, we'll go with the first well, one. Well, no. What do you think? No, you, you're no, the expert. I already, You've I already seen voted it. the first one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Now this one's hard. I can. We can only choose one Harry Potter movie. Hmm. I have my favorite Harry Potter movie, but I don't know what's this yours. This one's rough because it's it started as a book too, so it's like. 
it wasn't necessarily the first Harry Potter film that put it on the map. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all these other trill like series. Yeah. So, um, what would I haven't seen all of them? I can't remember even my favorite one. I think I liked the one that had Robert Pattinson in it. Oh, and, that's Goblet of Fire. And, and the maze. The and fourth stuff. was a good one. That's uh, my favorite. I, I the turn for me was when it got dark. And Ooh, kind yeah. of they got a little older because the first yeah, two and their kids, of... they're just smiling really stupid and don't know how to act. And it's just annoying. And, <laughs> and every movie, yeah. it's like, oh, look, there's a new animal that we just invented to save in this movie. And there's a new spell you're going to learn just for this. The one where we first encounter the uh, the not the Death Eaters, but the um, the Guardians of uh, Azkaban, the Don't Tell Me, those yeah. what are those things. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes, like, yeah, okay. with Sirius Black. Yes. That one. Yes. Is, I agree. That's, that's the my turning favorite. point what, of what Harry are those Potter. things called? The Spookums. The Spookums. What are the Spookums? <laughs> Spookums? Yeah, they, it turns everything cold and they suck your soul and you oh, got to use the, the Patronus. the Dementors. Yes, yes, The yes. Dementors. So that one. There we go. Yes, Long yes. Long way to just say that. Okay. Marvel fans, which how, event? How many are left on this list? Uh, three. Okay. okay. We only have three right, more. Right. Okay. Marvel fans, um, I'm sorry, but which Avengers movie has to stay? Is it the Avengers, the Avengers Age of Ultron, Infinity mm-hmm. War, and Game? Infinity War. Yeah. They lose. Yeah. It's disappointing. Um, there are the bad actu- guy went. They feel like there are actual stakes. There are consequences. People right. die and don't come back. Like, yes, people will come back later. But yeah, uh, Infinity War for sure. Yeah. I've never seen any I of agree. them. And so. all of Oops. it built to that. <laughs> All the Avengers, all the separate movies built to that moment. Yeah, Infinity but none War. of them exist now, so it's just very confusing and crazy. So you're going to say Infinity War as well, Spenny? I mean, I got to. I liked it the best. All right. Infinity War. Uh, choose a Toy Story movie to save. <gasps> First one. No. Lies. Uh-uh. Second one. That's the one where Jesse comes in. The cowgirl? Yeah, first one. Sorry. No, no, no. Second one. Second one. Okay, I'll take. This is uh, you like Jesse, right? Jesse's a good character, but they're also. mm, This is very difficult for me because I love both of them. Toy Story Uh, Two was super great. Gotta decide. Yes, Toy Story Two. Can't just run noises on the radio. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, (laughs) and finally, um, our last one. Man, I wanted to end on more of a banger, but I guess maybe you guys are into this. Pick only one Hunger Games movie. The Hunger Games, The Hunger Games Catching Fire, Mockingjay Part One, or Mockingjay Part Two. That's Tough, but I like the one where the conspiracy is revealed, where they're the lightning tree and they're pulled out of the. the, the I don't know. That's tough. Uh, Hunger Games one. You know what? Because there's once it, when you're introduced to a world you know nothing about, and yeah. it's it's still mysterious to you and fun. So I, I hate to be the guy that's like the first one on my list, but I like yeah. that. It just seems like we are all into the originals. Sure. And uh, this this quiz in particular is interesting, and it tells you what other people choose. And I'm sorry to say that our show is very basic, and basically we picked what everybody else said as well. So we aren't unique, we aren't different, but Mm. remember all those movies that I told you about earlier? Trick question, you don't, because we deleted them all. This was the last thing. This is gone. We chose the only ones to save. Uh, The debates never come up this early, Spencer. I've mentioned that I missed out on Halloween uh, because I was adamant that you should not start decorating and buying stuff until... 
October. Maybe oh. the last weekend of September. So you missed out on what? Getting some good supplies? Getting some... those big-ass skeletons. Yeah. I had to go around Austin stealing them. I know, from, man. I saw that footage. poor people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, now there's something that I'm a little more uh, partial to. I love decorating for Halloween. I don't try to go over the top because it's very expensive. But I do have a ton of Christmas gear. And here's the debate. It is a nice day today. I'm going to go home, take down my Halloween stuff. While I have the shed open, while I'm lugging things, maybe I should pull out some of the Christmas stuff and start. Is it too early to start in November for Christmas decor? It's November 2nd. Yeah, and it's already up at, if you go to Target, Lowe's, Home Depot, you name it, the Halloween right. stuff was gone last week. Are Christmas those, is up. Those aren't decorations there are technically there, right? Those are for you to use as decorations to purchase ahead of time so that you will have the decorations Maybe, but they're there. Are you saying, let me pull them out of the attic or wherever I got them and start assembling them inside the house so no, I'll have them I'm, ready in a few weeks when it gets... My Christmas decoration operation is a multiple-faceted attack. It is it, The war of decorating for Christmas exists on many fronts. There are many prongs. There are many levels. So why not start right now? I'm already going to be doing it. Is it too early? Traditionally, I do it the weekend of Thanksgiving because I'm off. I got time. I think that's when people I found it the most acceptable. Throw that tree up. It's Thanksgiving's over. Get it, get it, get it going. But me personally, I don't care anymore. <laughs> You're just done? There's a lot of things I'm done with. And caring about this sort of debate doesn't matter to me. Put your damn lights up. Put whatever you want to outside. This is America. You You put whatever you want on your house unless you live in a homeowners association neighborhood, in which case, uh, sucks to be you. You know what I just decided? Uh, I'm going to do both. I'm going to blend Halloween and Christmas, do a Nightmare Before Christmas vibe, then take down Halloween and then have only Christmas. So there you go. Uh, I'm extending the holiday. Perfect. This is what you want. Make other people have to deal with it. Thank you, Spencer. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Q to Austin. 101X.